Previously on the Dice Girls. You're Kara's daughter. <gasps> yes, you, you knew my mother? She and I were very close. You'll be fine in here. Will our horses be safe? Are we just going to bring them in our room? <laughs> yeah, they're pets allowed at this hotel. Horses are too big for our rooms. <laughs> we do have a stable in the back if you'd like to. Is it a safe stable? Yes. Okay. Iron bars, just like on the windows here. Yeah, we should probably like do that for our horses. Yeah. I have a map that a friend here has drawn for me that shows the general path to getting to the area that Wolfric lives in. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. Megzy gasps. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up in the morning, um, still in Asylum, still at, at Megzy's. Um, place. She let you kind of camp out there for another night. Basically, the question that I'm going to pose to you, is there anything that you would like to do before you head on? I mean, I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I have something I want to do. Um, I want Rachna to go talk to Crimson. Okay. Does she tell her friends where she's going? What is? How does she handle that? Um, we just spent the night, right? So it's mm-hmm. like... I would imagine that uh, Rachna would probably get up earlier than everybody else and leave without telling anyone. Like, they'd all still be asleep, and she would go. And I guess just... I don't know if that's a good idea. And just cross... Because Triggis freaks out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to cross my fingers that Crimson was awake, too, so... (laughs) I'm going to do, like, go to her house and, like, she's in her jammies making coffee. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. If we think the Trigus is gonna freak out, then I guess I'll, I guess I'll have some character development and I'll like tell my friends what I'm doing. (laughs) I guess I'll develop my character. (laughs) And what does that go like? (laughs) Okay. Well, I probably still. I got up before everybody else, and I was getting ready and everything. And um, then uh, they wake up and they notice me, right? Right, guys? Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, you guys are up. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> uh, I got I got some business um, before we go. Um, I, I'm going to go talk to Crimson. Um, I, I'd like to go alone, but I'll be back soon, and, and then we can go. Yeah, that's cool. Trigus and I will stay here and pet Minmin. I like that plan. Yeah. <laughs> you take good care of Minmin while I'm gone. I will. Not that I ever did anything for him. <laughs> you held him that one time when I bashed my head on the window. <laughs> oh, I did. He was a good boy. <laughs> the most adorable. All right, I'm going to go do my thing. Okay. You head towards the Sage Manor. Um, again, you have to pass through like Town Square to get there. Um, and we're going to say you knock on the door? Yeah, I definitely knock on the door. Okay. I know a thing or two about knocking on doors. You do. Well, now I do. Yeah. Um, after a moment, Matthew answers the door, and he smiles when he sees you, and he says, Well, good morning, young lady. What can we do for you today? Hey, Matthew. Um, I kind of like, I look a little nervous. Um, is Crimson here? I was going to say, is Crimson home? <laughs> <laughs> is Crimson home? I want to play. <laughs> can Crimson come out 
<laughs> uh, Matthew kind of chuckles and he says, yeah, yeah, of course she is. Uh, hang on just a minute and I'll go get her. And he uh, kind of like gestures you into the foyer and shuts the door behind you and he walks off. And um, a moment later, um, Crimson comes walking into the foyer and even though it's early in the morning, she still looks exactly as she looked at yesterday's meeting. She she is wearing long robes and she looks at you kind of expectantly and, and she does give a small smile when she sees you. And, like, nods her head. Hey. Good morning, Rachna. What can I do for you today? Uh, Rachna wrings her hands a little bit. And she says, Hey, good good morning, Crimson. Um, sorry to, to come by so early. I don't, it doesn't look like I woke you. No, you did not. Well, that's that's good. Um, look, um, I'll get to the point. We're, we're leaving today. I wanted to ask you about my mom. Her stern face kind of softens a little. And you see, like, a, a slight smile, um, actually. And she kind of nods knowingly, almost as if she was expecting you to come and ask. And she says, uh, of course, let's go into the sitting room where we can be more comfortable. Would you care for some tea? Oh, uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, so she leads you to a, a sitting room. There are chairs and, and couches and cushions and like poofs on the floor that you could sit on. She gestures into the room. Um, and then she disappears for a moment. When she comes back, she's carrying two cups of steaming hot tea and, uh, she hands you one. And then she sits in a high backed chair. Um, I, I don't sit on a poof on the floor. I sit on a chair, like across from her. Nervously. <laughs> Very nervously. <laughs> she looks at you and doesn't say anything. I I stir my tea a little. <laughs> I take a tiny sip from it, but it's too hot still. <laughs> Roll for hotness? No, I'm just <laughs> Do me a tea check. Um. <laughs> uh, Rachna, Rachna fidgets a little, and she plays with her tea a little, and she kind of fidgets again. <laughs> Um, and when she, when she decides that she needs to actually say words, um, she just kind of, she just kind of blurts out. She gets to the point. She's, uh, what was she like? Crimson has been sipping from her tea when you asked, um, and she slowly lowers her cup and you can see her smiling and she thinks a moment and she doesn't quite like make eye contact with you. She kind of looks off into the into space basically she's you can tell that she's visualizing your mom she she sort of looks past you and her smile gets even wider and she then makes eye contact with you and she says Kara Gulenak was fierce and serious she gave me a run for my money smiles <laughs> <laughs> she was a fighter at her core. Rockna smiles more. <laughs> she looks a little excited. <laughs> the the fidgeting has turned into like excited fidgeting. <laughs> That's adorable. Your mother was an amazing woman who would never hesitate to protect those that she loved or fight for the things that she believed in. She was incredible. And she and your father together were quite a sight because he's 
quite the opposite. He is a dreamer and so gentle, and she she was not. Crimson starts to get a little a little choked up as she's speaking. Your mom. And she kind of like smiles and shakes her head as she remembers some of the times that they had together. I say she was fierce and I do mean it, but she also never failed to make us laugh. Her big mouth got her in so much trouble. She was always speaking up for anything that she believed in strongly. And it didn't always turn out great, but darn if she didn't keep on going anyway. She was amazing, and I wish you could have known her. Rock is definitely teary-eyed. <laughs> Crimson is as well. Rock smiles, and she kind of looks at her tea in her lap, and she, I mean, she looks much less nervous and a little excited. When Crimson mentions that uh, that Rockin's mom was also like kind of a kind of a jokester, I guess. Um she looks absolutely just floored. Um <laughs> and so at this point, um at this point she's she's definitely excited and um and and she just says, I I really wish I could have known her too. She doesn't she doesn't sound anything like her sister. <laughs> I think I think I turned out more like her than I could have imagined. Crimson smiles at you like her her grin gets even bigger. And she nods. I've only known you for a very short amount of time, but I definitely see Kara Gulanak in you. Rockna sobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she definitely needs a minute to collect herself. Um... um as you're collecting yourself, Crimson, almost like just talking about Kara is making her have all of these memories. And she starts sharing some of them with you. Over the next bit of time, she tells you about adventures that she and your father and and your mother went on together. Or times where they got into trouble. Or times where they were the trouble. Um, <laughs> you get the feeling that they all spent quite a bit of time together and that they were very close and you learn a lot about your mother from Crimson and you can tell that Crimson loved her very much. Uh, after they've had this, uh, this conversation for a little while, um, Rockman knows that she needs to get going. Um, she also said she wasn't going to take very long and she's probably taken longer than expected for sure. Um, and so at this point she gets a little, a little nervous looking again and she kind of, her, she goes back to fidgeting a little bit. Her, at this point her teacup is empty and so she's just playing with nothing. Um, and, and so she looks down on her lap and then finally asks, were you there when, when she... Crimson nods understandingly before you can finish your sentence. And she also looks down at her empty teacup which she is clutching in her lap. And she sighs and says, One of my biggest regrets is that I wasn't there. When the war broke out in Asylum, everyone who knew Kara knew that she would be fighting. It wasn't a question we couldn't have stopped her if we wanted to, and frankly, none of us wanted to. She was a force to be reckoned with. I was already on the Council of Elders. And it was determined that our safety was of the utmost importance and we were not allowed to, we were hidden away to the point 
where I didn't even find out about your mother's death until months after it happened. And Garol was already with Wolfric. You were gone. I wasn't able to be there for my best friends. And I will never stop wishing I could have been. Arachna doesn't say anything. Um, but she does set her teacup gently down on a conveniently nearby table and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, gets up and goes to hopefully give Crimson a hug. Yeah, Crimson also stands up when you when you stand up and she gladly accepts your hug and embraces you and Rockna says quietly, "Thank you." Crimson pats you on the back. And says, no, thank you. Ragnar cries more. (laughs) (laughs) After you and Crimson hug for a long moment, you kind of feel her um, end the hug and and kind of straighten her shoulders again. And her face is the crimson stern, but you can see a little less stern than it usually is. And... She wipes the tears from her eyes and smiles at you and says, Well, young lady, I I do believe you have a wolfric to find. Yeah. I don't I don't even know how to wrap my head around any of this any of what we're doing. Do you think Do you think we're doing the right thing? It seems like you have many good reasons to, to seek Wolfric out. I feel very protective of him, and you know that, and I've already made that clear to you. Be careful. Not with Wolfric, he's harmless. The path there can be quite dangerous. It is purposefully designed that way. He doesn't want to be found. But I get the feeling that you're going there will be a good thing. Yeah, a message from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> She kind of smiles. <laughs> Ragna giggles a little. <laughs> she smiles and, and says, That's very kind of you. Garol and I have alternate ways of communicating with each other. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> Megzi gasps. <laughs> Alright, uh, we end our conversation and I leave the room in an honorable fashion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In a non-awkward manner. In a non-awkward manner. <laughs> yes. I I face the correct direction as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and you start to... Uh, Crimson sees you off in an equally honorable manner. <laughs> <laughs> and we end our conversation like normal people and nothing is weird. Correct. <laughs> the first time this has ever happened in your life. <laughs> It feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you start to head back towards Megzi's shop. I would like to know what Kai and Trigus have been up to while this, while Rachna has been away. Uh, well, Trigus I- is <laughs> Trigus is dancing around in circles with Min Min, and <laughs> he's singing as always, and he's singing. Rockna had secret business and she didn't want us to come because it's a secret. And I think maybe she has new friends. 
<laughs> Maybe she doesn't like us anymore. I guess we'll find out when she comes back. Kai, do you think she's coming back, or do you think she left us for another family? Megzi <laughs> gasps. <laughs> oh, she's she's coming back. <laughs> she just had some business to take care of. Okay, I miss her when she does secret stuff. <laughs> I do too. And hopefully, Rockness saw I, her I, part I, of the song. Yeah, I say, do you go back to singing your song? Yeah, I go back to, I continue singing the song. Rockna has secret business and she doesn't want us to come with her because it's a secret and she has new friends. (laughs) And like when Rockna walks through the door, yeah, yeah, I'm like, he's been at this (laughs) for like an hour and a half. Um, you can tell that Rockman was a little teary-eyed, but she laughs instantly at that moment. <laughs> Literally since you left. <laughs> Rockna, do you have a new family? <laughs> no triggers. You're staying with us? I'm staying with you. Oh, hooray. I'm so happy. That makes me and Max Max very happy. <laughs> I, I huffily snatch Min Min back. Not a name, Trigus. <laughs> You're crying. Why are you crying? <laughs> well, I'm laughing now. <laughs> oh, you're laugh crying? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't leave you guys, Trigus. Oh, good. I, um, well, I went to talk to Crimson. Um, I just wanted to ask her about my mom. Uh, so we got a little caught up talking. She had lots of stories of when they were adventuring together and everything. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I took a little longer than I expected. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that you didn't leave us. I worry when you leave, even when you go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) You're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe clingy? (laughs) (laughs) A little clingy, yeah. (laughs) Well, are you guys ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Min Min is also ready. Thank you for asking. Of course. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Are we walking? We have a carriage. We still have it? <laughs> we put it we put it behind uh the better H and G. Better H and G. Are we still in the place with the rat people? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're still in Oh got it. <laughs> hey, so let's take the cart. <laughs> Or wagon. wagon. It was more yeah. of a wagon than a carriage. Okay. Yeah, it was more of a wagon than a, than a cart with pedals. And I'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, no. Oh, that's right, because we gave Trigus the, the pretend rings. Pretend rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. Man, we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you go and collect your wagon from the better H&G. Um, Plug has taken very good care of your horses, Pluto and Andromedus. Plog has taken very good care of them, and when you go to pick them up, he says, Your horses were good. You owe me 80 gold, please. I hand it over. He smiles and happily takes the gold um, and leads you back to your wagon, which uh, he quickly sets up with Pluto and Andromedus at the front of it and wishes you well on your journey. Thank you, Plonk. We appreciate you. Plog kind of like, he puts his forehead in his hand, like, and rubs his temples, one with his thumb and the other with his uh, index finger. He likes me. (laughs) 
I mean, you were very close to his name. I'm I'm impressed, Trigus. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Bye, vlog. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we drive backwards away slowly. <laughs> you drive awkwardly. away awkwardly. <laughs> I don't know. I can't picture that, but I know we could pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Your horses are trained to back away awkwardly. <laughs> they beep. They beep. <laughs> beep. Beep. Hi, everyone. I'm Sito, the AI aboard the Miss Lily. I'm sorry to interrupt your regularly programmed podcast, but I wanted to tell you about my family who star in the 20-Sided Adventures podcast, a D&D 5e space opera. You have Captain Botches. What? Are you recording, Cito? He's a good guy, but he needs to work on his hugs. Hey! There's Nora. Yes? Do you need something, Cito? She's a beautiful princess who can kick butt. Aw, thank you! And Daythorn. Hmm? Ready for a story, Sito? Oh! She's super smart and reads lots of books. You can catch our space adventure right now and then every Wednesday starting in March. Okay, gonna start without you. Uh, coming! Are we reading about the lost ones? Hey Dicelings, it's Becca, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to episode 31 of The Dice Girls. Hopefully you are super enjoying it. Uh, As always, we are super enjoying making it. Um, As I am recording this, we just got finished recording, I think, episodes like 37 through 39. (laughs) And things are going to get insane. I cannot wait for y'all to hear what is coming up next for our adventurers. I want to say thank you uh, to everyone who has been tweeting about the show using our hashtag, hashtag the Dice Girls. Y'all are seriously the most awesome. Every single day, I am blown away by the incredibleness of your support and your love. And we all just appreciate you so, 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 so much. We have an eel mail this week that I'm super excited about. Uh, Full disclosure, I was supposed to read it last weekend, but I was in Phoenix for Phoenix Fan Fusion and kind of sort of dropped the ball on that one. So I'm very sorry that this is a week late, but here we go. This is to Amy, my Jeefy, from Charlie, your Jeefy. Hello, my dear darling Jeef. I bet you weren't expecting this. I'm so glad I introduced you to the wonderfulness of these silly friends. Speaking of which, I can't wait to be home snuggling you, the nut, and our old lady. Love you a lot That is like the most precious, adorable thing ever in the whole universe. And it sounds like you have such a wonderful family and house full of snuggles and love. You all are so awesome and we love it. Um, I do want to remind you all really quickly before I let you get back to the episode that we have launched some merchandise, which is super fun right now. We have t-shirts. Um, actually, today we just talked about uh, the design and the item that we're going to be launching 
next in our merch shop, um, which you can find a link to on the dicegirlspodcast.com. It's a great way to support us. It's a wonderful way to uh, get the word out there a little bit because I'm sure someone will be asking you about your shirt. I know someone asks me about our logo literally every time I wear my Dice Girls hoodie, I get asked about it or complimented on it. So um, we just really appreciate everyone who has supported us in that way so far. Thank you so much. And we look forward to putting out more fun, exciting items in the very near future. Okay, I'm going to stop babbling and let y'all get back to the episode. Thank you again. You are all super awesome. And we love you a whole bunch. We love you a lot. Bye. Asylum is a very small town and the forest isn't very far on the outside of it. Um, as you approach the edge of the forest, you see a sign, uh, like a wooden sign that is kind of posted um, before the forest kind of starts getting thick. And it says, stay out infestation. Oh, well, that's good because none of us are named infestation. <laughs> <laughs> So we continue on, correct? Oh, no, <laughs> I had a cousin once. <laughs> <laughs> the infestation Garganath. <laughs> hey, I'm immune to diseases. Oh. <laughs> you are. I remembered something about my character. <laughs> I am so proud of you right now. I didn't read that off the sheet or anything. I mean, I looked because I remembered it, but... I'm so proud of myself right now. I speak five languages. <laughs> In five languages, the sign says, keep out infestation. It's the exact five languages that yeah. she speaks? Yep. yep. All five of them. Plus well. one you don't recognize. So six. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, I speak six if you count thieves can't as you a language. <laughs> <laughs> In seven languages, the sign says, keep out infestation. All right. Uh, onwards, right? I mean, I should be okay. I've got a potion of healing. I mean, I don't I don't know if we should just... I have an herbalism oh, kit. I have to. I've got to have. I got a bunch of weird stuff from Hector. I have a plus one to medicine. We'll be fine. <laughs> Travis has some medicine stuff. I have a plus one in medicine, which is uh, wisdom, which I have minus one in. Yeah, I have a I have a healer's kit and a potion of healing. Well, don't you have a proficiency in medicine? I thought you did. Oh, plus five, hey, guys! I um look, this is my jam. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Rock was a little more playful after a conversation about her mom. Because um, I was going to say that she doesn't say that, but. She okay. says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. This is character that. development yeah. right here. Yes. Um, oh, I just need to. Uh, I just need to meditate for a minute. Uh, two minutes actually, and um, I can detect poison and disease within thirty feet. Ooh, which is cool. And I can oh, look. I've got like thirty spells here. I'm sure one of them will, <laughs> will kill you guys. Handy. Yeah. Um, one of these has to, I just need, like, a, this is what I don't like about my spells, is that I have to sit here and, like, scroll through you them. You have the whole so list available yeah. to you. 
Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Rachna. She can do everything. Well, it's me. <laughs> I can, uh, I can hold the wedding, too, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm going to, look, here, here's what we'll do. I can, uh, if I just meditate for a minute here, I can access my ability to detect poison and disease. Um, Handy. Yeah, up to 30 feet away. So, I just walk out ahead of us because I'm immune, and I detect, and then that way we can find if there's a clear path for us to go through. Smart. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. It sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll be right back, and then I meditate. <laughs> Rockin' is doing that quiet thing again. Is this where we're not supposed to sing and talk to her? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And I'm back. All right. So... <laughs> Alright, I'm going to cast de- Detect Poison and Disease. Okay, and you're casting it uh, like in front of your party? Like, um, I'm going to take a few steps in past the sign and then cast it. Okay, what does that look like? So when I cast that, I, uh, I stand very still and I kind of uh, close my eyes and tilt my head down a little bit. And, um, and I look like I'm thinking really hard. <laughs> <laughs> no flashing lights, no sparkles. I hold my hands up to the sides of my head. <laughs> and I go, poison. <laughs> Just like they taught you to do in the church. <laughs> Poison. Poison. Poison and disease. Poison and disease. In fact, maybe they taught you to do that to kind of like pick on you. <laughs> you actually This is how you do the spell, Rockna. You don't need to use your hands on the side of your head, but like the older paladins <laughs> were like as they were training you because you were half orc. They decided to pick on you and tell you that you had to do that. Uh yep, that's now canon. <laughs> Um, you do not detect poison or disease within 30 feet. Okay. Um, crap, that uses a spell slot, doesn't it? <laughs> I was going to ask, is that a cantrip or did you? We're like- not going to get very far. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna- I'm going to, I can cast this three times and then need a long rest. <laughs> so 90 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're clear. <laughs> um, there's a small flaw in my plan. Um, uh, I can only cast this two more times before I need a suspiciously long rest. <laughs> I, I, f- I feel like we could save it. It doesn't yeah. seem to be in any immediate danger. Uh, okay, just let's be on the let's be on the lookout yeah, for any just, like suspicious green fog on guard yep uh-huh. or like a uh, slime monster slime monster yeah. bad yeah any <laughs> <laughs> uh zombies just anything what that looks that? like yeah. poisoned Poison. or diseased mm-hmm. i can detect those things <laughs> two more times <laughs> but we can all detect them if we use our senses <laughs> <laughs> like a psa for washing your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you don't Anyways. have to be a paladin to detect poison and disease. <laughs> like the ones Just that Captain America brain. does. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. That was from forever ago. Like the ones that Captain America does at the end of this movie. Um, Captain Averin. Um, <laughs> 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 um, okay, I get back in the cart and we, <laughs> we resume our, our journey. 
So, um, I'm assuming you're headed in the direction the map is, like, pointing you in. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> yes. Cool, cool, cool. The first thing of interest on your map is sort of like, your map shows you a picture of the forest. It shows you a wide river running straight through the middle of the forest. And there is a circle on the map around what appears to be a small kind of olive colored dot. As you start headed towards that dot, the forest thickens up pretty quickly. And after about a half an hour into your journey, the path ends and your horses stop because they can no longer go through anymore. The foliage has gotten too thick. Ragna, we need your axe. <laughs> We're not going to chop down the forest, Trigus. <laughs> well, we can't leave Plunky and <laughs> Dreadnought. Are we going to just abandon them? <laughs> if we set them free, will they return home? <laughs> Side quest of like Pluto and Andromeda. <laughs> we just have an entire episode dedicated to their homeward bound-esque journey back to Rom. <laughs> Nah, I shouldn't, like, cut the wagon in half or anything, right? No. <laughs> We're just <laughs> borrowing it. <laughs> like, I'm a thinner oh. wagon, like, two of the wheels. Are we just gonna have a balance? <laughs> it's like the... Or are you gonna turn it into a chariot? <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka's office, where everything was chopped in half. Your wagon yeah. is just cleanly chopped. Well, then that way the horses could get through one at a time. <laughs> we get to keep everything. <laughs> Okay. Or do we do we double back and give them back to flock? (laughs) I think we can leave the cart here and we could take the horses. Shouldn't we take the horses? Do the horses fit? DM. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a perception check. Me? Anybody? Everybody. Everybody. Twelve. Ten. Eighteen. Dang, you're perceptive, girl. Uh, Trigus and Rachna, you feel like, yeah, that's about a horse-sized path that they could maybe get down. Kai, you can see that they would be able to make it down the path, but it would be a very tight squeeze for them, and they would be kind of battling with brush scraping against them constantly. Mm. Not a good idea. <laughs> so do we just leave them here? Do we double back? <laughs> Give it back to Pluck. <laughs> do you think asking the horses? Like, do you know your way home? <laughs> like, if your character would like to ask a horse a question, <laughs> this is D&D and I can't stop you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like Trigus would ask the horses if they know their way home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are you writing down? This is D&D and I can't stop you. <laughs> I like that. Oh my god, I'm terrified suddenly. <laughs> I have just given Trigus the power of everything. Uh, I, I think I would like to, to ask the horses to see what they say. Ask them if they know their way home. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> Sirs? Uh, we are on a quest to save the world. And find Rockness' father. We must leave you at this point because you are too wide <laughs> <laughs> for the trail. Rockna le- leans over to Kai. Rude. <laughs> However, we are concerned about leaving you here. 
Do you know your way home? Will you be okay? <laughs> Is there a roll you can do for that? Let me a charisma check. <laughs> okay. Eleven. Yeah, so the thirteen. Um, Plus a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Extra charisma. Yeah. That's a plus point five. 13.5. <laughs> um, Pluto swats a fly with his tail, and Andromedus, like, his ears twitch a little. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have responded. They will be fine oh, no. without us. They do know their way home. That didn't look like an answer to me, Trigus. Yeah, I'm a little more worried yeah. now. How about I stay with the horses and keep them company? Splitting up's not a good idea. No, it's not. We're debating a really long time about yeah. these horses. <laughs> okay. Let's, well, it's totally maybe fine. we should just lay out all of this hay that we happen to have <laughs> <laughs> and this trough of water that I'm going to set up to where that they can reach it. And they'll be fine. I love you, but you can't materialize hay in a trough. This is D&D, and you can't stop me. I can't stop you from trying. Okay. Okay. Um, does somebody speak horse? Do one of you speak horse? Appaloosa, Pinto. I love that you all are checking your... <laughs> Unless horses speak common, undercommon, elvish, celestial, deep, or thieves can't. No. <laughs> They're very roguish horses. <laughs> Try every language. <laughs> we never know. Yeah, Rom's got crazy magic stuff. I mean, for all we know this whole time, horses have been able to speak deep and nobody knew. <laughs> I know what we can do. We can just... Go on, and then the first NPC that we meet, <laughs> we can ask them to kindly take care of the horses, and we can pay them some gold. As you are standing there debating on <laughs> what to do with your horses. Please tell me Hector comes out. <laughs> Please tell me Hector's just conveniently here. Hector is not in <laughs> this area. As you are standing there debating how to handle this situation with your horses, a small swarm of blinking lights <gasps> floats by. It's the fireflies. It's my friends. I told you I was friends with them. You did not believe me. Do you remember? I had a crown. Come do the thing. <laughs> I don't remember if I believed him or not. I Rachna re- did not. Rachna believed yeah. that he talked to bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I believed him. Yeah. <laughs> um Rachna gasps. <laughs> Megzi gasps, <laughs> unexplicably, inexplicably in her shop, <laughs> eight miles away. Somehow we all hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, friends. They do not stop. Wait, where where are you going? I run after them. <laughs> you disembark from the carriage? Yes, I vault over the side of the carriage. These are my friends. I must, I must hug them. <laughs> Gently, because they're squishy. <laughs> All of that is a bad idea. <laughs> so Trigus vaults from the... Uh, the fireflies start... Um, they continue on. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Wanna- uh, fireflies. <laughs> I have a message. Can you give a message? Blink once for yes and once for yes. 
they continue flying. They have gone into the direction that you were going before Look, you stopped. Take uh, the horses. <laughs> no, like they are going deeper into the forest. Oh, they're going on. Yes. Okay, so this is a sign that everything will be fine. We need to follow the fireflies because of the wrinkled lady. Uh, Ragnar looks at Kai. <laughs> I mean, how long do you, I, I guess we could tie up the horses, maybe? They're the attached tree? to the cart. I mean, they could still leave with the cart. Oh. Let me have a talk with him. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we have a change of plans. We are going to leave you here. <laughs> And we are going to ask very respectfully that you stay where you are, unless you're in danger. If you're in danger, or if you know how to go home, you may go. Roll me a, that cover it? Roll me a charisma check. An 18. <laughs> Plus your charisma modifier. Plus zero. Uh, no, uh-huh. charisma, you should definitely have charisma. <laughs> or. Okay. You got, no, you've got two. Oh, 20. <laughs> um, so Pluto goes... <laughs> And Andromedus kind of like stomps one of his hoops on the ground. He understood me. <laughs> oh my god, it was my mind. <laughs> I mean, I guess they're good then, right? Like, I was, uh, I was checking out my, I was gonna give them like a protection spell, but I would have to use one spell per horse, and I don't want to use all these <laughs> So they're just on their own. <laughs> We must follow the fireflies. We can't delay. Yeah, okay. Let's just tie them up, I guess. I guess. We still need our stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um. We go off the road a little bit so they're hidden. Uh, yeah. And um, I use up my spell slots, but I think Rockna would want to protect the horses. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. <laughs> um, okay. It lasts for 10 minutes. I'd like to cast protection from evil and good on each horse, which will use up my last two spell slots but- right now. But it only lasts for ten minutes. <laughs> I think we should save that. Yeah. Oh, fine. Okay. Rachna doesn't help the horses at all whatsoever, and <laughs> we tie them up and dump them in a porch. They're in a shaded location. Yeah. And I take some of the extra rations out of the cart on my way out, just in case. And I can cast. Uh, don't hurt the horses. <laughs> <laughs> Does that use any of your spell slots? Nope, it's a cantrip. <laughs> you just sing them a song? Yes. <laughs> do you give them inspiration by? <laughs> yes, I do. They're like sugar cubes. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you carve one through six on each side of the yes, sugar Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, we need to get going. Well, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Follow the fireflies. It's like next week. <laughs> <laughs>